Welcome, everybody, to a podcast for everyone. A podcast where, for some reason, we take a deep dive into the lyrics of busted songs. I'm Carlisle. I'm joined today by Charlie. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm very good, thank you, Carlisle. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I I recently listened to a, a podcast... I think called Feel Better Live More on which Matt Willis, one of the three members of Busted, was a guest um, earlier this year and he talked about kind of the uh, the the attitudes surrounding his life and how hard it was for him after Busted broke up and I actually learned quite a lot that um, about Busted and how they got together and that we've been wrong about a few things for three episodes straight so it's worth knowing. Please correct us right now. None of them went to school together. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Um. So, Matt actually went to film school, I think, or acting school. One of the other. Oh, okay. And he... Yeah, that's what he always wanted to be. He didn't think he'd be in a rock band. Um. And then they met after school and started writing silly songs. And then Simon Cowell <laughs> got his hand somehow Seriously? on an early demo. Yeah. On an early demo for what I go to school for. And that, but and then he suddenly showed interest. And once Simon Cowell shows interest in something, everybody, you know, all the big wigs yeah. want in. So that happened. So they held an audition for people to come and be in Busted. And the guy from McFly and Charlie both qualified for this audition. But then they decided they didn't really want the guy from McFly. Ah. So that's how it all came to came to be. I do have a story about how they got their name. But I can do that next week if you want. Bit of sizzle. <laughs> I, I I know the story. Oh, no. Yeah, go go ahead though. Well, I think I think our many fans and listeners will be okay. Want to, would want to know that because it's quite a funny story. So they were originally called Buster. Is this a story that you're also aware of? Yes. Yes. And they thought Buster is a great name. And some guy at their record label said, "Hey, you guys should be called Busted because it sounds better and it flows better." And they were like. No, you're an idiot. We're cool teenagers. <laughs> We're calling ourselves Buster. And then they went out on stage to play their first gig and accidentally introduced themselves as Busted. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. And everyone agreed it was it, that it's objectively better. Because it's so it, it much is. better. <laughs> it's so much better. Do you think Buster Charlie... would be releasing Year 3000? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, they probably wouldn't have been releasing, which is the song Losing You. Oh, good segue. Thank you. <laughs> for track four from the self-titled album, for it is episode four of a podcast for everyone. And Charles, you want to sort of break down what this song's about? In, in a, I'd love in a to break it way. down. This is a very teenage boy perspective of going through a breakup. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know. There's <laughs> yeah. been a breakup, it, and they're teenage boys, and it becomes very obvious. <laughs> it's kind of the first song on the album that isn't outwardly zany. I guess yeah. you said no isn't outwardly zany, but that one kind of had single presence. Yeah. So it, it's the second song that wasn't released as a single on this album, and the first one was Britney, which if you've <laughs> not listened to last week's episode, go and listen to last week's episode. That song is hilarious. <laughs> um, this this is the first one that is just for the fans who bought the album and doesn't have a gimmick. There isn't anything silly about this, and it segued in between... On the track listing, it's between Britney and Year Three Thousand, which is as I think it's the only song that basically everyone knows by Busted, which is really dumb. <laughs> it's good though. It's, it's, it's great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Losing You was written by James Bourne and Charlie Simpson. A little combo. That's what you call Pre- it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't, words aren't working very well today, which is a collaboration as well. Collaboration, that's the one I was looking there. for. That's the fancy <laughs> music person. Oh my god, musician. Carla, you're going to have to carry me through this one, Carlisle. <laughs> Well, it was also produced, but produced by I see. I, it's it's contagious. I can't say produced anymore. Produced by Steve Robson, who um, did most of the songs up till now, but then he did Year Three Thousand, and after that, everything was produced by James Bourne. So we're getting just towards the tail end of sort of the studio being kind of directly involved, and now it's kind of moving on to pure busted, as it were. Is that a good thing? <laughs> oh. There are some great songs on the latter half of the album. We'll there find out together. Weird ones, but yeah. But today, <laughs> let's talk about losing you. It's it's a it's much slower. It it kicks off with a little orchestral, not orchestral. There's a little electronic swell, and it so you don't actually hear the instruments kick in for a good sort of five to ten seconds, and then you get. You know, a very slow tempo, acoustic guitar, and light drums. So it kind of sets the tone as being a slow song, not like the ones we've heard so far. So then we get the the lyrics kicking in. And first, do you remember? I think it's Charlie who starts singing. It's Charlie who starts, yeah. And as as we're going to say every time, Charlie Simpson member. <laughs> not of Charlie from the not podcast. Charlie, host of podcast about busted. <laughs> if only your name was Matt. Actually, no, Carlisle's a cooler name. <laughs> <laughs> if my also, name was Matt, that would have been just awful. If your it name would be so confusing. If your name was Matt, my middle name is James. So we oh would have God, we, we would have filled out the band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, should we start the lyrics? Do you want to do you want to start yeah. them off? Sure. Um, before we get actual verse coming in, Charlie hits us with uh, very similar to. The beginning of what I go to school for, he hits us with a yeah, 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 which I think, like what I go to school for, is a good choice because it shows he's you know he's got the most tender voice for, out of all of the band. I wish I had a tender like, voice, <laughs> but like a good mile as well. Yeah, but like very distinctly, the other two have very distinctly pop punky voices. Yeah, Charlie's voice can sort of go to any genre really, which he sort of does later in his career. Yeah, he, he goes on to Fight Star <laughs> and he does a solo albums and stuff like that. Um, so that after that, he says, "Sitting here alone, thinking it through, trying to convince myself that I'm not losing you." Ah, that's quite sweet. It is quite sweet. And one of the funny things I think about this, because I'm going to try and mine this unnecessarily for comedy, is that <laughs> now he's sitting here alone, and we've been envisioning all the romantic experiences in this we have, yes. so far as something in which all three of them are always <laughs> involved in at the same time with the one person. They've made it difficult for us to try and do that this time. Uh, no, as we as we have discussed, they are collectively one hunk, so okay. a hunk can be alone. So that it's still the three of them. <laughs> okay, so they're alone together. They're alone together, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, uh, can um, I can I take the next few lines in a second because I've got some things to say. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so the next three lines, still Charlie. Uh, why can't you just forget the things I said? I was angry at that time, but now I've cleared my head. Once again, first time you listen to that, you're like, oh, that's quite nice. 
Second time, you're like, still die. <laughs> Third time, you're like, verbal abuse, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> you can't like, just say things and expect it to be okay because you say sorry. Like, oh, it's okay. I was just angry. I was sorry. just angry was, at the time. Come on. I was just busy being angry so I can say <laughs> what I want, you know? Let's, let's keep going with this relationship, though. <laughs> this whole song has very much like, like I said earlier, like a teenage boy where it's like, oh, come on, I did dumb stuff, but... Why aren't you forgiving me? Why are you being such a dick? <laughs> yeah. There's kind of a, a theme with that, weirdly, in Charlie's lyrics specifically on these slower, more romantic songs. I'm thinking yeah. of one in particular, which we won't get to for a very long time because it's on the next album. But on the, on the song Meet You There, he has a very similar line, which I can't remember what it is, but it's something like, oh, I was just kind of in my head at the time and being angry. <laughs> <laughs> that classic line. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. This this is a bad attitude, Charlie. Yeah, Keep this Charlie, off with a bad attitude. I hope in modern day busted songs, he he his lyrics are a bit nicer. I haven't fully analysed the lyrics yet for <laughs> for potential <laughs> verbal abuse towards a loved one. But <laughs> next time I listen, I, that will definitely be playing through my head. Do you ever think? You know, we've been so we're on Twitter. You can find us at Pod for Everyone. Crap, and we mate, have been. You're on the segways today. <laughs> So and we've been harassing Busted and fans, like, check out this thing we made because we love Busted so much. I feel like we've mostly just been roasting them. <laughs> it comes from, we said in the first episode, we roast them, but it comes from a place of love. Like, we genuinely yeah. are big fans of Busted. But, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they don't listen to this and be like, oh, they're just roasting us. I hope that if they ever do, they'll really enjoy it. Busted, we love you. <laughs> They're not get if they hate it. They're not getting this far in. They're not getting to episode four. <laughs> um, so yeah, then we get uh, a lead into the pre-chorus where we get the instrumentation changes slightly. I think some strings are a bit more present in this to kind of show that we're going towards a bit more of a a bigger experience. You know, the chorus feels a lot wider than this verse does. If you get what I'm saying with the instruments, I get what you're saying. Uh, so, but before we get into the chorus, Charlie says, it was so strong, not we. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if he said we was so strong, there there are more issues there. There are some grammatical errors that needed addressing. <laughs> if they said, if they said we was so strong, that would have been a problem. Either, but, <laughs> um, it was so strong, where did it all go wrong? Probably. When you shout at her, <laughs> just <laughs> screaming at her. Probably Charlie. That's where it went wrong. When you messed it up. <laughs> when you used strong language. Am I right? Thank you for listening to a podcast for everyone. Join us next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this song. So this song is. Jeez. Okay. <sighs> I feel like if I wrote a love song, or like a heartbreak song. At the age of like seventeen, eighteen, it probably would have been. I mean, to be fair, I, I'd never, I've never broken up with anyone. I've been with one person for like two and a half years now. But before that, I was a single Pringle who was too scared to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I can't remember what my point was there. I got caught up in my joke. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, I don't know because now I'm just thinking about how you never see a Pringle by itself. <laughs> That's the only thing going through my mind now, and I can't get it out. Um, yeah, I feel like I probably would have written it. You, you probably blame the other person, is my point. So I get where he's coming from, but also, like, come on, take some, take some blame, Charlie. 
Because we don't know that they were 17 when they wrote this. I mean, they maybe were. But as I say, we did, they didn't actually meet until after school. It just They kicked off real young. Yeah. But, you know, we don't know how involved... And Simpson wrote this one with Bourne, so... You know, maybe this did come from a place of 17, but I feel like this is the one where it's actually harder to imagine that it's absolutely, a, like, a childhood thing. Yeah, yeah, this, this seems... Yeah, I'd say probably maybe, like, late teens. Because they were 19 when the album came out. Or Matt was, anyway. And I'm assuming they were all roughly the same age. Can you imagine what that would do to you? They, they were huge. I know. We're at 19 years old. I know. I have, another, I have a story album. about Matt. If 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 I can share it quickly, you may as well. It's go not on. really a story. <laughs> a story is that apparently, uh, when they were touring with McFly, McFly's manager banned them from hanging out with him because he was always like doing drugs and being drunk and stuff, and they thought he was yeah. a bad influence. He was a party boy. So that's what it does to you. It would mess you up. He's super healthy now. Mm. If it, that that podcast I was talking about is just it's like a health podcast. It's about being healthy. Oh nice. But, you know. It was just great. Uh, I I didn't care about that, but I listened to it for the busted material, <laughs> which is you know. <laughs> I don't care about health. Uh, no, I've I've eaten an entire tube of Pringles before doing this, <laughs> almost on accident. But I'd love to I'd love to call it an accident, but it happens more than I'd like to say. So. <laughs> Most days. <laughs> <laughs> Most hours. <laughs> um, so we go into the chorus after that. Uh, which I think overall actually does come across as quite sweet. I think this is fairly well written. Yeah. Um, so tell me why I'm swimming against the tide. I'm praying for a lifeline because I'm losing you. It's the first half. That's, that's quite nice. Does I don't think I know what lifeline actually means in this. Is it like a <laughs> swim thing? I don't know. I was thinking, I'm just thinking like of a metaphorical one. But then yeah. what's that got to do with the swimming? Or maybe it's a metaphorical swim. Maybe, Carlisle, the relationship breaking is like the waves breaking against the surface, and he needs to swim against the breaking water to get to the calm, content water of happiness. So that's, he's not actually swimming, he's metaphorically swimming. But then still, where does the metaphorical lifeline come into that? I see what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) I took the first part of that very literally. Or maybe it is literal. Maybe she is on a lifeboat. And maybe they swimming. broke up in <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> she was on a jet ski, and they came in together on the same jet ski, and then they broke up, so she took the jet ski back, and he was just left in the ocean. Now he has to swim. And he can't swim. <laughs> I'm praying for a lifetime, because I'll fucking drown. <laughs> I said lifetime like an idiot we said lifeline a million times before doing that and I still managed to say lifetime life fucking hell oh my god maybe (sighs) this is it right okay so they're at a beach okay and Charlie's like I'm gonna go for a swim in the sea he goes down to swim and then she's like this is my chance to escape (laughs) (laughs) so she leaves and then he's like swimming against the tide trying to get back to shore because he can see her running away and he's like I'm literally losing you because mm. this is a big space. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? Yeah. <laughs> Shall so we move on? We get, yeah, we get to the second half of the chorus, which is, so uh, tell me why you don't care enough to try. Are you giving up this fight? I can't stand, won't stand, <laughs> losing you. <laughs> 
So obviously I put a voice on there to make that sound way more ominous than it comes across in the song. That was funny. I just took a sip of water when you said that. I was laughing and then laughing trying not to spill the water, which made me laugh more. But I'm back. That's okay. You didn't know I was sipping. Phoebe, we don't know. We are in separate locations. Ooh. We've, ne- we've never seen each other in the real, except for come to the first live show of this, which I'm sure this will take off enough in which we can be doing live shows. Oh, did That'll you not know? We're going to be, gonna be we see each other. on their tour next year. This is the this is the support. Can you imagine? I've actually, like, joked about that in my head sometimes. <laughs> like, can you imagine if that happened? We, bo- we get booed, because like I said, we say we love them, but we just go up there and roast them. <laughs> so It would be amazing if they hadn't heard it. And some guy was just like, oh, you should get these guys on, they do a podcast about it, and they're like, oh yeah, that's amazing. And then they just come out like, why did you do that? Why? <laughs> and we'd be like, sign my body, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so lyrics, what are we doing? <laughs> you don't care enough to try, are you giving up this fight? So again, we're kind of, we're we're passing the blame a bit more. Yeah. It's less sweet all of a sudden. The yeah, first like, half was quite sweet. The second half is has dramatically become less sweet very quickly. <laughs> and then I can't stand, won't stand losing. <laughs> that's quite. It's quite definitive. Just like no, yeah. no. It's like I'm that um, Eminem song with Rihanna when it's like I'm leaving you. No, you ain't. Get back. That's all of the song I know because yeah. I remember listening to that and being like, <laughs> that is a bad message. <laughs> I learned that whole thing. For I, I did it once at an open mic because I did it like a fun way on the ukulele. But I don't particularly like that song, so now I just know all the words to a song that I don't particularly like. <laughs> but it's quite a complex song to know all the words to. Yeah, it's quite a, a fast rapper. Rap. <laughs> Busted should um, do a rap. That's what this, they al- should. That's what this album was lacking. <laughs> it would not track at all, but it would be <laughs> really fun for us. <laughs> we are going on a lot of tangents today, aren't we? It would be great podcast material <laughs> if they busted out a hot 16. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's song. starting to be obvious why maybe she wanted to, to leave, you know? Because I think yeah, we definitely. can tell from the lyrics so far, it's definitely her breaking up with the three of them as opposed to the three of them collectively breaking up with her. Oh, <laughs> uh, can I just imagine like Matt is upset and he's like, guys, I think we should collectively break up with Sarah. And then they're like, no, Sarah's great. And he's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, If you want to be part of this band, you have to date Sarah also. <laughs> Mate, you don't know how long we've waited to find a girl who was happy with this situation. <laughs> Okay, don't throw Sarah away. Wait for her to get tired of me screaming at her, says Charlie. <laughs> and then we will refuse to let her break up with her because no one wants to date three people. I'm sure there are people that do. Yeah, um, there's there's all sorts out there. So this one goes out to you, polyamorous couples. Hell or yeah. triples, I don't know. Couples clearly isn't the right word, but polyamorous, I think, covers it. Anyway, <laughs> um, next, Matt takes over the singing. Um, I think you don't. I sorry? think this bit's quite sweet. I quite like this bit. Yeah. Uh, Matt kind of, which is kind of weird because normally in the songs, <laughs> Matt, Matt reflects the dumbest line. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Matt, we love you. You are my favorite. You. you still are my favorite. 
screw the I don't know if he if he writes all you know I don't know if they exclusively sing the verses that they write oh yeah um because again like uh Matt isn't even credited as actually writing this song they've all they're all credited on writing some of the songs and James Bourne is credited in writing all of the songs mm-hmm. but they're not all credited on writing all of the songs it should be said so it's possible someone else wrote this line for him and delegated it to him these yeah. lines rather uh, I'll, I'll take this one if that's okay okay go for it you don't have to say a word it's in your eyes what can I do to convince you we need more time I said that really weird I find it really hard to say the lyrics not in the slight tune of the yeah. song so I have you're to go saying it, it to the rhythm of the song <laughs> so it comes across weird when you're not singing it to music but you don't have to say a word it's in your eyes what can I do to convince you we need more time I'll get some violins and then. We'll oh, thank you. Skype delay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this is just this is just quite nice, really. Yeah, this is this is actually brings it back. It's quite. Though, um, you don't have to say a word. It's in your eyes. I think that's always quite a risk to take. <laughs> to just assume. Oh my god, you're breaking up with me. What? Oh, no, no? Maybe it's like um in the style where she's written on her eyelids. <laughs> she's just like. <laughs> Dumped you. You don't. You don't, like, you don't have to say anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm picking up what you put down, Sarah. <laughs> and we just decided this person is Sarah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> just for reference. I don't know why okay. the name Sarah came into my head. I think it's because I don't really know any Sarahs. Or so is I was it? Like, it won't be weird. Maybe that's Miss McKenzie's first name. <laughs> oh, maybe, Sarah yeah. McKenzie. Sarah. She is now. Is this Miss McKenzie as this well? Is... Are we deciding in um, our canon? No, no, because it can't be. Because we know from a song later in the album that things with Miss McKenzie work out okay. But this could be a bump, you know, they don't necessarily ah, break up after this song. Well, they don't say, oh, the- you've left me, they say, maybe I'm losing you. <laughs> He's like, he won't stand for it, so maybe <laughs> maybe by the end of the album she's just like locked in a cage. That was a, not a nice <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> okay. Where did that come from? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, oh God. Okay. Should we carry on? Okay, sure. I'll I'll go. Okay, thank it, you. Then he says, and I know I may have made a few mistakes, but losing you is just too much for me to take. Which oh, you know, it's quite, quite nice. sweet. That's yeah. that's better than. Why are you getting angry with that I shouted at you? <laughs> that's like, look, I, I realize, I understand, I understand, and I empathize with you. This is how. You deal with a relationship issue, Carlisle. You don't get angry and shout. You talk about your problems, and you sometimes you have to own up to things that you have done. But it's all part of yeah. the process. And to be fair, Matt is saying that he's he's owning up to that. I know I may have made a few mistakes, is exactly. what he says. He does kind of undercut that a bit by saying, "But losing you is just too much for me to take." But it's it's much less troublingly worded than yes. Charlie does earlier. Like, I know I'm a dick, but me anyway. <laughs> this is more like. I fucked up, and I get where you're coming from, but this is very difficult for me, which is a lot. Yeah, but I don't want. I don't want this to end. Which you can kind of yeah. be like, I get that. And he's not. He's not saying, I can't. I won't stand you leaving. He's just like, look, this would be very hard for me. But if you want to do what you have to do, what you want to do, mm. and you know, which is which is much healthier. But as as we've said, they all three of them are involved in this relationship, <laughs> so. It, it, it is. Uh, it doesn't matter. Can we? <laughs> can we that... please just have a head cannon that they are one body with three heads? 
<laughs> and all the songs are in some part about Miss McKenzie, who decided <laughs> full name is Sarah McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, it's we can assume that they would have gotten on more of a first name basis with Miss McKenzie. <laughs> Maybe where that's why things are going wrong because they're they're losing this appeal of authority oh, yeah. and the She's sexy authority students. of it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's... <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, by the way, I can only assume you're listening to this because you're either a busted fan or you know us. But if you don't know what we're talking about, either listen to the song What I Go to School For or listen to the first episode of this podcast and this will make a lot more sense. Or do both of those things. I'd recommend both, yes. I'd recommend both also, because otherwise the episode won't make much sense. (laughs) So after that, we get a reprise of uh, It Was So Strong. Where did it all go wrong? And it goes into another chorus, which is uh, the same as before. And after that, we get this uh, bridge, which I think might come attached with a key change to give it a sense of, you know, a sense of movement. Things are stepping up, which kind of gives it some emotional weight. The tempo sort of lifts, and there's a bit more of... This whole song's going quite mellow, and then there's quite a lot of... Like, quite hard, like, guitar notes... (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the uh, the strings as well become a lot more pronounced, so the whole thing has a much more epic feel coming into this bit, which is quite short-lived because this is only a short little bridge. So tell me what to say, because I need a chance to change. Which I think those are great first three lines. Yes, that, first know, three I'm lines. I'm willing to change. Impeccable. <laughs> Notice how Although, we this. I do have some point. He's not really taking ownership of his problems. He's just being like, "Look, you're being a, you're being fucking crazy. <laughs> Tell yeah. me what I need to do to make you happy." He's not actually like, "Look, I apologize for the, the pain I've caused, and I'm taking it upon myself to be better." He's just like, "Tell me what to do." Which, come on, yeah, come tell on, me, guys. tell me what to say is kind of like, "Well, tell me what will satisfy you," but it's yeah. not necessarily how I feel. Exactly. Is, yeah, kind of a problem. But I need a chance to change. I think you know. A chance to change kind of undercuts that sentiment because it's that's a very positive, I think, thing moving forward. You know, I there are things I can work on that will make this better than our doomed yeah. three students with an ex-teacher. <laughs> our busted hydras <laughs> situation. <laughs> but then we get, I won't let you walk away, which, you know. Uh, yeah. This is why she's in the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've said it now. I'm just going with it. <laughs> well, yeah, we're just going to stick with it. This is the weird ethos that we're painting for what are ultimately we're... quite harmless busted songs. <laughs> we're making them out to be like hardened criminals. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we get a reprisal of the chorus. The chorus uh, does this chorus at the end does keep some of that instrumentation that we got in the bridge. So the whole thing feels a lot wider than it has previously it's got a lot more emotional weight more movement coming towards the ending um and then i think the ending it just slows down a little bit just for the last line and i think that's the end of that song it's another song what did you think of the the instrumentation and the music in general in this song carlisle um yeah it was it was okay it, i i find it quite boring to be honest so yeah it's quite basic I listen, yeah i listen when before we do these you know we tend to do these a week apart at a time and I, I listen to that song on and off you know eight or nine times in the week to get an idea for it and with all the three previous songs um that we've done that was in no way a chore 
you know because i love that even britney which as we discussed last time neither of us think is like a particularly good song no it's just it was still very entertaining yeah it was still a lot of fun this is you know maybe objectively you know in that kind of you know way better than britney but it's boring so you know i didn't have yeah yeah i got bored of listening to this this is this is this is like the definition of an album song yeah, exactly. Where it's there because they needed an extra song. Uh, but still, so, I still like this song. Yeah, I like the instrumentation. I, I'm not a huge fan of some of the vocal performance, especially James's. There's, so when they say, I need a chance to change, he says change real weird. Did you because notice that? Because I need a chance to change. Uh, no, I didn't notice it. I might just be being an arsehole, but it, it stands out <laughs> to me. It sounds really weird to me. He's like, change! <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so music, you know, maybe a five is where I'd I was going to say four. Ooh, okay. Well, what did we give Britney? We gave Britney a 5.5, but I think Britney had a bit more going on. Yeah, Britney but definitely I do, had a bit more going on. I, I want to justify at least five based on, I really like the how the strings are used in this, especially going up to the bridge and as i was talking like the whole song gets more kind of instrumentation and wider instrumentation as it goes along so it feels like it's really building up and it gains more emotional weight as it goes on kind of like a snowball rolling yeah i do really like that aspect even if the rest of it what it's building up is kind of boring (laughs) i'll go for a five then i'll take you lyrics pretty cliche yeah they do have some good love songs that aren't cliche is the thing like um Eventually, we'll be talking about Sleeping With The Light On, which I think oh, is a I genuinely just song. a great song. That is a great song. And it's a romantic song, and it's not cliche. This one is pretty cliche. Um, and also, some of it is just kind of weird. Why can't <laughs> you just forget the things I said? I was angry at the time. That's bad. That's not, like, that's not an this excuse. This might sound harsh, but I want to go for like a three. <laughs> <laughs> Very rude. Very rude indeed. Well, oh, I don't know if I, don't a know one, if I want to be a one that out, rude com- to Busted. I just want to say... <laughs> A 1 out of 10 on this scale is still, like, a 15 out of 10 compared to other songs. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I don't know what we would give 1 out of 10 to, so we no. probably should force ourselves to go low on something. So, yeah. yeah. What about 3.5? I still feel okay. weird going as low as 3. Okay, I'll take yeah. 3.5. Um, personal preference. Like I said, I don't really listen to this. Maybe a 4 for personal preference for me. Uh, I'm going to give it a... Mm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to give it a 4 as well. Okay. So this is going to be definitely... Our least favorite song on the album, and I forgot. So far, I got it now. So far, yeah, I did mean to say that. Um, so that's a five for music and a three point five for lyrics. Sorry, and guys. Four, four personal preference. Sorry, busted. We do love you. We promise. Um, which gives it an overall score of four point six recurring. Four point one seven is our score. For We've decided to add something new to our ranking list. We we want to add uh, a high point of every song and a low point of every song. And this might take a little while because we're going to do... We could either do all four now or we could do maybe one now and we'll, we'll do one of the ones we haven't done every episode as, long as with the one that we're doing. Yeah, I like that. Otherwise, this is probably going to go for okay. a long time. So should we do what I go to school for now? Yeah, we'll just now? start at the start. So... um. I'm kind of tempted to make the high point of this song and the low point of this song the same thing, which, <laughs> okay. is, which is that Matt's a creep. I think that's <laughs> simultaneously the worst thing about this song and maybe the most entertaining thing about this Wait, song. but Charlie's the creep in this song. 
I'm talking about what I go to school for now. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought we were sorry. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I'm on the I'm on the same page. Yes. Do you have I, any... I agree. The high <laughs> okay. point for me is the idea of having sex with a teacher. I feel like that's not very unique to this song though. True. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was also a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's all right. The high point of what I go to school for. My my low point of what I go to school for is, like you, Carlisle, the general creepiness of this song. <laughs> uh, my my best thing about this song is the <laughs> the weird brag of girlfriends I've had plenty, but none like Miss McKenzie. <laughs> that's probably my favourite bit of the song, because it's ridiculous. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's such a backhanded compliment. Yeah, when you've got so many girls that you just get bored of people <laughs> your age and you need to go straight for the teacher at, like, sixth form level. <laughs> yeah, okay. Inverted commas, girlfriends, I've had plenty, not like Miss McKenzie. <laughs> so that's our high point and low point of um, what I go to school for. High point being, girlfriends, I've had plenty, not like Miss McKenzie. Low point being, Matt is a creep. (laughs) (laughs) Though, as I've said, I also consider that to be quite a high point. (laughs) Which would be why that song is currently at the top of our list. Hell yeah. Funnily enough, our list is currently in release order. order. Yeah, Yeah, it's currently in release order. Um, With the first four songs just going down in descending order of how much we enjoy them. (laughs) But I imagine that will step back up significantly with next episode, because next oh, episode yes. we're going for the big one. We're going for year 3000. Yes. Uh, but should we talk about this song that we did today, Losing You? What are our yes. high points and our low points for uh, my, You? My personal high point is uh, Matt's verse, to be honest, because I think that's actually quite a sweet verse. In this song filled with horrible, like abusive behaviour, <laughs> that's quite a sweet verse and I like it. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. Otherwise, I would have said, um, as I was talking about, the instrumentation getting more and more intense as it goes through. And yeah. I think that d- does have emotional weight, but it doesn't It doesn't make conceptual sense for the song. You know, there's nothing about the song that would necessarily require that. It just makes it a bit more fun to listen to. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. Uh, Matt's verse is quite sweet. That's what I'm going to write down. And what's your low point? My low point is probably... I was angry at the time. <laughs> It's a it's a bad attitude. It's one that's kind of pervasive in busted songs. Yes, mine yeah. is. I won't let you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> should I should I put like a slash in between them? It just sort of shows yes. that attitude. Yes, <laughs> I was angry at the time. Slash, I won't let you walk away. I can't let you walk away. <laughs> and Carlisle, to end this lovely episode. What is something that you can't stand, won't stand, losing? <laughs> God, I have no idea how to respond. <laughs> um, this podcast. I'm going to do oh. this podcast until I fucking die, Charlie. <laughs> Mine is my favourite item of clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, uh, yeah, we oh, probably we should plug say, stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I, also, join us next week for year 3000 which should be a big time and we should have at least one guest and possibly three possibly three <laughs> Who but the spoilers for the next week are one of our guests hates year 3000 quite <laughs> busted um so that should be really fun i'm really <laughs> looking forward to just 
someone hating being here i think that's going to be a great time uh so yeah look out for that um charlie where can people find you what are you up to uh so i also do a podcast called why did i do that which carlisle you have been a guest on i have indeed it is a show where we share embarrassing stories from our past and it's a good time i have fun making it i think that it is funny sometimes me and carlisle when we were on it together (laughs) we both talked about peeing ourselves at school (laughs) <laughs> so if that sounds like something you're into, come and check it out. Uh, also on Twitter at why did I underscore pod Carlisle, what are you up to? <laughs> well, I've, I've I've got a podcast called Dungans and Dragnos, uh, where me and my friends invent stupid things you could use in a game of Dungeons and Dragons. I've also got a podcast called Content Presumably, in which content is presumably made. Um, <laughs> Charlie has has featured on that. He actually made a rap verse for it, so you can check that out. But speaking of Twitter, you can actually find the Twitter for this podcast uh, at Pod for Everyone. You can also find us on Facebook at Pod for Everyone. Uh, tell your friends if you think they will like busted songs, and if they love, and if they're at all ironic about it, they will love this. I think so. <laughs> Shout uh, out to them. I think that's about all. I, I think that's everything. Yeah. yeah. So thank you thank so you much for listening. for listening. This isn't nonsense. And- <laughs> Yeah, we should come up with some sort of sign-off. <laughs> we should, yeah. Hey, everyone, get busted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can take a life lesson from the song that we have just gone through and have that as our send-off. So it's slightly different every week. Oh, okay, so it's like friendly advice, courtesy of busted. Like, yeah, don't shout at people and expect them to forgive you. Don't take out your anger on you other felt people. Like shouting at them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bye. All right. Bye.